takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the uh, Wednesday, wow, Wednesday already, edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and that you're part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That does include YouTube. So check us out there if you want to watch this podcast instead of just listening to it. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show The Islanders finally returning to action after the All-Star break. It's been a week without Islanders hockey. They will be in Vancouver at 10.30 Eastern time start tonight. We have a full preview of that game. The Islanders took a chance, put a player on waivers. They lost him. We'll talk about that. Plus our weekly farm report and a lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road games, and that should include tonight's game in Vancouver for you night owls who are going to stay up and watch it. Always great to interact with fans at any time, but especially during the game, and I'll provide some instant insight and analysis as the game goes on. So please feel free. Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI, and I'll be tweeting throughout the contest. All right, let's uh, get down to business here. First things first, the Islanders, as we mentioned, we'll get to the news, uh, placed Austin Zarnick on waivers. We mentioned that on yesterday's show. Well, it didn't go the way the Islanders had hoped. They wanted him to clear waivers and have him go back down to Bridgeport, but the Seattle Kraken came and put in a claim for Zarnick. So Zarnick is now with Seattle. Now, look, it's bad news for the Islanders because they lose a quality depth forward who probably was one of the better players down in Bridgeport when he played there and would easily come and uh, fill in whenever injuries struck and and could give you some quality minutes, always hustling, always giving you an all-out effort. That was Austin Zarnick. But for Austin Zarnick, it's good news because this way he will be playing in the NHL, not back in the AHL. And 
he'll have a chance to be in the lineup fairly frequently, if not regularly, with the Seattle Kraken. That's a team that he probably could help uh, offensively and just overall. So best of luck to Austin Zarnick, but he is no longer a member of the New York Islanders. And I, I for one, you know, kind of liked Austin Zarnick, so sorry to see him go. Now, uh, Kyle Palmieri has, he entered and then cleared COVID protocol. So uh, that is uh, where he is, but he is not expected to play tonight against Vancouver. Uh, And supposedly, according to one report I saw, and I'm still trying to get confirmation, but he is on paternity leave. So he will not play tonight and Palmieri will hopefully be able to join the team for Friday's game, uh, and that'll be his next chance to play. Now, look, Palmieri needs to get things going. He hasn't had a point in 15 games. He hasn't had a goal in 16 games, and amazingly enough, the last time that Kyle Palmieri was a plus in plus-minus was November 6th when the Islanders beat Winnipeg. Uh, You're going back a long ways on that one. So hopefully Palmieri has recovered completely from COVID, takes some time to be with his family, if indeed that is the reason for this continued absence, and comes back with a vengeance because the Islanders need a lot more than what they've been getting from Kyle Palmieri this season with one goal in 29 games. So, time for our farm report as we discuss all things Bridgeport Islanders and the Islanders only had one game uh, in the last week as the All-Star break kind of took control and it was the Islanders and the Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, uh, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins, excuse me, uh, they played last Friday. Final score at that one was 4-3. to three, Penguins over the Islanders. Uh, and that was the first of a three-game road trip that the Bridgeport Isles have scheduled. Two points each for Eric Brown and Colin Adams. Corey Schneider was the goalie for Bridgeport. He faced 40 shots and made 36 saves. And again, one of those situations where the goaltender could sue the team for non-support. Eric Brown had the goal and an assist. Colin Adams, two assists. And then, in addition to Brown, Paul Thompson and Kyle McClain also scoring the game-winning goal coming uh, midway through the third period. Pierre uh, Olivier Joseph getting that goal to give the uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins the win four to three and again that was the only game that uh, the Bridgeport Islanders played since we last did a farm report. Now uh, two games coming up this weekend and then a third game coming up on Tuesday so let's preview those. The Islanders have two games, Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and then Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time in Charlotte facing the Charlotte Checkers back-to-back nights. So 
that completes the three-game road trip. Hopefully, they'll have a little more success. And then next Tuesday, at February 15th, the Bridgeport Islanders return home to host the Rochester Americans. That is a 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time start. You look at the statistics now for Bridgeport. Chris Terry still leading the team. He has 31 points in 35 games. He has 13 goals, which leads the team. Otto Koivula next with 30 points. He has a team high 21 assists. Arno Durando, 23 points is next, followed by Andy Andreoff, Simon Holmstrom with 19, and then Austin Zarnick, who still has 15 points in 20 games, but as we mentioned, is no longer a member of the team. Mitchell Vandesampel, still the leading scorer on defense for Bridgeport right now. He has no goals and 12 assists in 32 games with Bridgeport. So, that is uh, the the scoring leaders for the Bridgeport Islanders. Meanwhile, in goal, Jakob Skarik, a 2.76 goals against average, a 12-8-4 record, and a 9-11 save percentage. Corey Snyder, the 3.08 goals against average, 4-9-2, and two, and an, a 9-05 save percentage. And it looks like, according to my sources, that Skarik may see more action down the stretch as the Islanders try to make a push to uh, raise their standing in the division and, and, and make a little bit of a run at a playoff spot if they can. Going to be challenging. You look at the standings right now. And Bridgeport, you know, in eighth place by point percentage in that Atlantic Division, Lehigh Valley, uh, not far ahead of them. And then Wilkes-Barre-Scranton is the next team in sixth place. Would have been big to have beaten Wilkes-Barre-Scranton, but wasn't in the cards. So now uh, Charlotte, two games, they're in fifth place with a 22-17-2 and record. And the Islanders will have their hands full trying to uh, take on those teams that are ahead of them right now in the standings. But that is our weekly farm report. We do it almost every Wednesday, and if we don't do it Wednesday, we move it back or forward a day, depending on our schedule here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. When we come back, we'll have a full preview of tonight's game against the Vancouver Canucks in Vancouver More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I really actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. They are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good, 
these are going to be your new favorite. And look, most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, but they pack 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, Islanders heading to the Pacific Northwest to take on the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks, look, not a familiar opponent. Uh, Didn't play them at all last year, obviously. Uh, And Vancouver, after a slow start, is back to NHL 500. They are 20-20-6 on the season, giving them 46 points in 46 games. Now, that puts them in 7th place in the Pacific Division, but uh, they are only... Uh, right now, six points out of fourth place, although Calgary has four games in hand on them. Now, here's the thing about Vancouver. 28th in goals scored, 10th in goals against. So it's kind of similar to the Islanders, where they just have trouble scoring, but they're pretty good defensively. Uh, Their shooting percentage is the worst in the league as a team. Vancouver is shooting only 7.5%. Their power play is ranked 20th, but the penalty kill, dead last in the league. Opposing teams are scoring 30.1% of the time they get a man advantage, and that's where the Islanders are really going to need to take advantage of the Canucks. Thatcher Demko is the starting goalie. He is 17-15-2 this year. A 2-6-2 goals against and a 9-17 save percentage. Yaroslav Halak, 2-4-2. A 2.40 goals against average and a 9-18 save percentage. JT Miller right now is their leading scorer with 15 goals and 44 points. Quinn Hughes has 32 assists and is second on the team with 34 points. Uh, Elias Pedersen, Brock Boser, uh, Bo Horvat, and Connor Garland also among the the top scorers on the Vancouver Canucks. Now, the Canucks do play on Tuesday night. As I'm doing this podcast, they're scheduled to begin in about an hour against the Arizona Coyotes. So, The Islanders will have been rested for a full week. The Coyotes uh, facing the Canucks, so the Canucks have a back-to-back right now uh, that they'll be playing. Maybe that will help the Islanders offset the three-hour time difference uh, associated with uh, West Coast travel and give them a little bit of an edge. You look at the line combinations right now for the Canucks. JT Miller is the first line center. Tanner Pearson and Brock Boser are on his wings. Bo Horvat is the second line center. To his left, Jason Dickinson. Connor Garland is the right wing on that line. Elias Pedersen centers Vasily uh, Podkolzin and Niels Hoaglander 
on the third line. And then Yuho Lamiko is the fourth line center with Tyler Mott and Alex Chason on his wings. The defensive pairings, Tyler Myers and Oliver Ekman Larson are the top pair. Luke Shen and Kyle Burrows are the middle pairing. And then Brad Hunt and Noah Yulson make up the third pairing for Vancouver. The goalies right now, Thatcher Demko and Yaroslav Halak. Former Islander Travis Hamanick, not available. He is on IR, as is Brandon Sutter. Then you got Tucker Pullman listed as day-to-day. Quinn Hughes and Matthew Highmore, both on COVID protocol right now. So not sure if they'll be able to come back in time for tonight's game, but check on that, and we will tweet something if and when we hear it. But as of right now, they are in COVID protocol. Look, I don't need to get fancy here, okay? The Islanders are facing Vancouver at a time where they're starting to cool off. You know, they changed coaches, uh, went on a very big hot streak as a result, and now they've kind of cooled off uh, a little bit in recent games. It's been lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one uh, in their last five. So kind of coming back to earth. And the question now becomes, you know, this is now the meeting with the Islanders, the second of a three-game homestand for Vancouver. After the Islanders, it'll be the Maple Leafs. But for the Islanders, we know this four-game road trip, you need six, maybe seven points to start making up some ground. And again, hopefully that is something that the New York Islanders will be able to do. No Kyle Palmieri tonight. But hey, that that means that you can get Kiefer Bellows probably into the lineup. Uh, and it means that some of those young guys that we've talked about that this team needs to step up will get a chance to step up. And, you know, the Islanders need to to get it in gear, to say the least. By the way, if you were wondering, we said Vancouver was second and last in the league in uh, shooting percentage. The Islanders, 27th in the league. Not much better. Right now, the Islanders in sixth place in the Metropolitan Division. And if they can get the two points tonight, they can possibly pull to within one point of Columbus. Islanders have four games in hand on the Blue Jackets. Eight games in hand right now on the Washington Capitals, but they also have to make up 21 points on the Capitals. Not impossible, but you really have to go on a winning streak, and hopefully that is something they can do to sort of turn the page tonight and get themselves going. You know, we've heard so many Islanders players talking about how their effort wasn't good enough against Seattle and really trying to say, okay, we've turned the page, we're ready to go, we know what we did wrong. All of that is talk, and that's fine. But to be kind about it, saying it is one thing, doing it is another, and hopefully, you know, tonight, the Islanders start getting the job done instead of talking about it. That's what they need more than anything, to start putting together a winning streak. And look, this four-game road trip, the halfway mark of the season will be after Friday's game. So 
You know, you're starting to run out of time and run out of chances. Islanders have got to get it together. We've got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have got our Islanders birthday of the day. A reluctant Islanders captain uh, will be there, and we'll talk about him when we come back. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game this weekend. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. Bet Online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by Locked On NHL, a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed, and it's free and available on all podcast platforms. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Tuesday was the 56th birthday for former Islanders center Kirk Muller, the native of Kingston, Ontario, originally drafted by the Devils with the number two overall pick in the 1984 draft, made his debut in 84-85 with the Devils, uh, and Stayed with the Devils through the end of the 1991 season. Went on to Montreal. Was a member of their 1993 Stanley Cup winning team. Was captain there. Nicknamed Captain Kirk. And the Islanders acquired him at the trade deadline in 1994-95. He played 12 games with the Isles in 94-95. 15 games to start the 95-96 season. But Kirk Muller never really seemed happy being a member of the New York Islanders. He was then dealt to the Maple Leafs, later played for the Panthers, and then the Dallas Stars. Uh, He finished his NHL career with 1,349 games, 357 goals, 959 points, and 1,223 penalty minutes. Like we said, won a Stanley Cup, played 127 playoff games, 33 goals and 69 points in those contests. Here's one of his better games with the Islanders, uh, and he really wasn't happy on the island. But April 18, 1995, at the Nassau Coliseum, the Vancouver Canucks in one of their, uh, excuse me, the Quebec Nordiques in one of their final games representing Quebec during the regular season anyway, they are the visitors. Stefan Fisse is the goalie for Quebec. Tommy Salo, the netminder for the Islanders. And yes, uh, this one late in the season, Derek King gets the Islanders on the board first. A power play goal with Bill Heward in the box for boarding. King is 10th from Ziggy Palfi and Chris Taylor at 3.09. Islanders with the early 1-0 lead. Then Ray Ferraro doubles that lead. His 19th from Marty McGinnis at 821, 2-0 in favor of the Islanders. Then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Kirk Muller, his 10th of the year. Matthew Schneider, the only assist at 1812 after the first period. Islanders 3 and the Nordiques nothing. Quebec gets into the game 
in the second period. Stephen Finn in the penalty box for Quebec for tripping, and Joe Sackick scores a shorthanded goal, his 17th. Claude Lapointe, the only assist at 14:36. But the Islanders answer late in the period. Marty McGinnis, his eighth. Pat Flatley and Scott Lachance with the helpers. 4-1 Isles after two periods. In the third, Paul McDermott makes it 4-2 for Quebec. His third, Aaron Miller and Claude Lapointe with the assists at 5:46. Then the Islanders clinch the win. Ziggy Palfi, his seventh. Chris Taylor and Derek King with the assists. Final score, Islanders 5 and the Nordique 2. This was a wide-open game. Uh, Tommy Salo, 40 saves in this one to earn the win. Islanders out, uh, out shot in this one, uh, 42 to 38. So both teams had lots of chances. But for Kirk Muller, one goal uh, in this game. It was the game winner, and he had two shots on goal for this one. So happy belated birthday, one day late for Captain Kirk. Kirk Muller, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Islanders got to get it in gear. No more excuses. Not a lot of time left. So let's see if this team can get the job done. We'll be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from the game and a whole lot more. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your next listen Locked On Bets. Locked On Bets is your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's hosted by your boy Q with expert insight and analysis from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Glad we've got Islanders hockey back tonight. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.